Welcome to the RAB Poetry Podcast, where we bring you the stories behind the words, where every poem has a story behind it. Our podcast is a journey through the hearts and minds of poets as we delve into the inspirations, struggles, and triumphs that fuel their work. In each episode, we'll feature a poem, sharing the underlying stories and reciting the most powerful and moving pieces. From various poems on wide variety of topics and rising poets and authors, our podcast is the perfect companion for anyone who loves poetry and the power of words. Whether you're a seasoned poetry enthusiast or just getting started, you'll find something to love on the RAB Poetry Podcast. So tune in and let the stories of our poets take you on a journey of inspiration and emotion. Listen to the REB Poetry Podcast, available on all major platforms now. What's up, Galaxy? It's us back again with another episode of Fandom of the Jedi. I am joined here with my fellow members of the Fandom Power Jedi Council, Masters Wes R. Scott. Hello and there. Andrew Daw. Hello. How are we doing, gentlemen? I am fantabulous, to, to be honest with you. I've been excellent, excellent. Uh, consuming these episodes again and thoroughly enjoying them. Um, in fact, I think the one that we're going to talk about tonight might actually be my favorite of all of them. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I liked them all, and then I, I got to chew on this one. So I, I I imagine whichever one I got to chew on would probably become my favorite. But I absolutely uh, I agree with you there. Um, and I got to say, you know, uh, um, the the Mandalorian, uh, Bad Batch, uh, Visions, Andor. Uh, fandom of the Jedi, guys. <laughs> Are we a Star Wars show? Not exclusively, but you know, I tried so hard not to 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 talk about that last episode. But like, even even Kim said to me, "You're not a Star Wars show, eh?" My buddy, Eric, my buddy Eric, who watches all of our stuff. So you're still not you're still not calling yourself a Star Wars show yet? And I'm like, no, not yet. <laughs> See, now that could be my bad Star Wars joke. <laughs> um, but i do have one i do want to have it, one in the pocket so what if, it's, if, is it if, time it's time if you're ready is it that time one more time it's that time okay here time. we go bad star wars jokes uh and this this comes uh courtesy of uh the uh the god google i i i didn't write it myself I, i've been trying to actually write an original star wars joke but nothing is suitable for uh under 18 so far <laughs> But uh, what type of program do Jedi use to make PDFs? What type of program do Jedi use to make PDFs? There's a lot of them doing that out there. Mm, I don't know. Adobe Juan Kenobi. Oh! (laughs) Oh, yeah. So if you guys have jokes out there, be sure to send us your your best or worst ones and... uh, We'll give you credit. And what was it that you said during Andor? Uh, Star Wars dad jokes. <laughs> Star, Star Wars dad jokes. So uh, from Fandom Power and uh, Fandom of the Jedi, this has been another episode of Bad Star Wars jokes. I love it every time. Nice. All right, let's just jump into the most comprehensive breakdown on the internet, giving you all the story beats, lore, 
canon and legends connections as uh, and the wider references to a galaxy far, far away. We may not be the fastest in the Kessel Run, but we are the best and most humble. I haven't learned so, how to fix the hyperdrive yet. So. What do you think, fellas? What do, what are you what do you what you think about this episode? I know we sort of covered that we loved it, but is there you know things that jumped out at you? Um, Raxus Secundus that jumped out at me. Yeah, big time. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, did we go here before? And I'm and I couldn't think of it. I'm like, my mind immediately went to the Bad Batch. Well, we yeah. can just um, we can go right while we're talking about Raxus. Well, there Secundus. we go. So we we go to Raxus Secundus, and I forgot that it was a republic world um but we've never seen it in that context before uh before no, now so absolutely. that was very exciting to me because that particular episode of the bad batch um is a is a standout episode for me that i i oh, love so much um that not all the confederate senators were the the big bad enemy that they were painted to be mm. absolutely so just a little background for people that aren't as familiar with it as we are. So Raxus Secundus, it was sometimes also known just as Raxus. It was a verdant planet in the Teon Hegemony located in the Outer Rim. And it would be go it would go on to be captain, capital of the Confederacy. So we go from a Republic world here uh, in, in these episodes to, to, a, to the capital of the Confederacy. And I think we, we learn in my episode here towards the end uh, why. Um, um, Jedi Knight Quinlan Voss, and he once partnered with Dooku's former Sith apprentice, Asajj Ventress, to right. to travel to Raxus to try to assassinate uh, the Sith Lord and failed at one point. Um, years later, uh, the uh, Clone Force 99 was hired to rescue uh, Senator Avi Singh, who was in, in an Imperial prison. And uh, it was also the site of a brutal massacre by the Empire known as the Antar Atrocity. That, that was one of the... Um, it spurred a lot of worlds into 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 the uh, the side of the alliance during the uh, the, the galactic civil war. There's a, there's a there's a whole unspoken thing here. Um, the first time we ever go to Raxus is back in the Clone Wars, where Padme and Ahsoka go on a secret mission, right, to try and and initiate some peace talks with uh, Padme's. Padme calls her her mentor, um, mm. Mina Bonteri, who is the Republic. Oh, sorry, she's the um, the Confederate Senator That's right. for Raxus Secundus. That makes uh, uh, the Bad Batch, when we meet Avi Singh, that makes him the, th the third Senator of that planet that we're aware of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're about to meet the fourth too, actually. That's a long... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's... Uh, our episode has a runtime of 1520 uh, with uh, intro and credits and 1222 without. So it's, it's a little bit... Uh, it's pretty short. It's not bad. It's written by Charles Murray and Elan Murray. Um, I'm not familiar with any of their work, and I was on uh, some time constraints. So forgive me to both of those people, but I'm sure you have a long and storied catalog. Directed by Charles Murray also, and co-directed by our old buddy, Saul Ruiz. So we know we're in good hands. Several episodes of uh, <clears throat> Rebels for that guy. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And everything else in the episode was done by Dave Filoni by hand <laughs> <clears throat> while, while doing Just a handstand. Uh, reprising the roles from the Clone Wars animated series, Corey Burton and TC Carson as Count Dooku and Mace Windu, respectively. Uh, another Clone Wars and Bad Batch alumni who doesn't get enough props, Andrew Cascino, who voices both uh, the guard oh, and wow. the character Hanel. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In this episode, uh, 
he voices those two characters, but he's from Oakville, Ontario. So he's a, he's a down home boy. Oh, cool. Uh, formerly known as the rapper Kish, who you oh may or gosh. may not remember. Yes, had of a hit course. single called I Rhyme the World in 80 Days back in 1991. Yes, I do. He's got 163 voice acting credits. Oh, wow. But you guys might know him best, and our fans might know him best as the voice in the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch yeah. of Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera. Nice. That's impressive. Yeah, That's. Man. Super impressive. I love you. Uh, IMDB him. He'll be in every video game and anime you've ever seen. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. A starship cuts across a starry void of space. It's the stalwart Jedi T6 shuttle painted with the familiar red and white of the Grand Army of the Republic. We, of course, have seen this vessel countless times in the Clone Wars animated series, the T6. I think we covered this in your episode, the T6 sometimes called the Ambassador Shuttle, was manufactured by Slane and Kerpine, a Verpine ship manufacturer, uh, famous because they would later go on to secretly mass-produce the B-Wing for the oh, that's uh, Rebel right. Alliance. I'll tell you what I like about this one. The version that we're looking at right now, that's an earlier rendering of that ship, which is uh, a lot uh, smoother. There are a lot mm -hmm. less panel lines on that. When we, By that's the time right. we get over to um, the, the... get over to Tales of the Jedi... It's Here. been uh, it's been given a, a nice update to the the animation model, and I like it. Yeah, it's I meaty. really it's got like some it. meat to it. Yeah, it does here. But that's me. I'm a I'm a ship, a ship guy. I'm a ship guy. I love them. At the controls of the shuttle, Jedi Knight makes Windu flip switches and turns to his compatriot, Jedi Master uh, Duku Sereno. So, did you guys know that his last name was Sereno? I didn't know no. that until I did a little search. Yeah, I was like, I, what? What is Dooku's I first name? And I got it is. Oh, it's Dooku. Yeah, it's, it's his <laughs> it's name is Dooku. Actually, Dooku. The, the house of Sereno, and uh, okay. he's a count of Sereno. So hence Count Dooku. Count Count Dooku Sereno. Oh, uh, okay. Um, there That's we go. cool. <laughs> uh, Dooku stares down at a data pad in his lap. There it is. That's the only Orabesh in the whole episode. Master Katri. Katri, yeah. Uh, on the data pad, we see the face of Miralan, a female Jedi Master Katri. Fans will recognize her as being the same species as Jedi Master Illuminari Unduli and her Padawan Barris Ophi. Uh, Windu asks, are there answers you need over Master Katri's death on that file? No, Dooku replies flatly. Windu asks why Senator Lerick's testimony isn't enough. Master Katri died from an ambush, Dooku says. It doesn't sit well with Dooku's instincts. He has too many unanswered questions. Who ambushed the senator? Why? And if Master Katri was killed, how did the senators escape? But Dooku is by the books. Why are you concerning yourself with these questions? The council gave us our instructions to return Master Katri's body to the Jedi Temple so she can have a proper burial. But Dooku thinks something more should be done. Since we are not members of the council, we cannot involve ourselves in local pol political skirmishes unless requested by the Jedi High Council or Senate. Dooku is as diplomatic as he can be. My friend, he says, your devotion to rules is sometimes inspiring and sometimes maddening. Let it sit on there. For Does that not speak, though? That speaks so much to the whole why the why the Jedi Council diminished the 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 dogmatic, pragmatic, right. you know, all the the reasons why Sidious was able to go undetected. And I mean, he's as we talked about before that that master and apprentice relationship you just take things as wrote and, and all uh, the ideological differences between the different jedi they were allowed to yeah. you know um uh, 
you know, <laughs> get 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 things twisted, I guess, if you will, you know. Uh, Most simply, much freedom and too much dogma at the same time, instead of some yeah. sort of middle ground, right? It's like you know, uh, uh, Mace uh, drank the Kool Aid. I, I, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I I do say it again and again, actually, in this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, drop over the crimson tree canopy. The shuttle heads towards the large city uh, of high towers in the distance. Hovering over the Senate building landing pad, the shuttle's wings orientation shifts to horizontal and it gently descends upon its three landing claws. As the two Jedi led by Windu debark the gantry, a delegation of guards greets them clad in blue armor, all but one, Hanel, in a tall, upward swooping blue helmet. Hanel, a lean, dark-haired human, speaks first. Welcome to Raxus Secundus. The Jedi are not really interested in pleasantries and they introduce themselves, but they request immediately to see Senator Larak. The lead guard tells them that his people are saddened by the loss of Master Katri, and he escorts the Jedi to the senator's office. Inside the ornately decorated office, Larrick places a data table down on his desks. It's open to the same file in Master Katri as Dooku's tablet. The shifty senator tells the pair of Jedi that he was contacted by a rebel group while on Coruscant and decided to return home to meet with them if it meant preventing war. The Jedi are perplexed that he would go without a security detail but he said he wanted to go in the name of peace, and besides, Master Catchery refused to leave his side, but Window wants to get back on mission. Senator, we've taken enough, enough of your time. If you can show us to where Master Castry's body is, and Dooku cuts him off. He isn't satisfied, saying, before we do that, I'd like to see where you and Catchery went to meet this informer. The senator is horrified at the thought of returning to the scene, but one of the armored security members, Samaj, speaks up. I can show you where the tragic accident happened. He tells them his detail responded to a distress call at the site, but arrived too late to save the fallen master. The group leaves the office building, the Jedi trailing. Bad cop Dooku knows it's obvious that the senator is hiding the truth, but good cop Dooku wants to tell the council that they what they've discovered. Dooku attempts to pluck at Windu's emotions, asking, would you want Master Katri to leave without finding what happened to you? An ever straight and narrow, Windu replies that he would want her to follow protocol. Soon after, the group is transported in a Raxus ship, and they touch down in a clearing. The ship reminds me of the submarine from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, yeah, Immediate absolutely it does. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Immediately, Dooku begins to investigate the scene of, upon debarking, noting the blast marks high in the trees, scores across the soil. He leans down to pick a handful of dirt before standing and running his hand over a deep blaster scar in a tree. He demands to know how many attackers. But the bumbling senator can't remember, clearly saying it happened so fast. Dooku wants to know if the attackers fired upon them. Why is the ship unscathed? For a Jedi to succumb to a surprise attack is rare. Unless the attack came from someone he trusted. Like you. Dooku, anger flashing in his eyes, ignites his pale blue lightsaber. I will have the truth. Alarmed at his behavior, Windu shouts at Dooku to stand down. But Larrick panics, running forward, exclaiming, The guards killed her! And before he could reach him, a single blaster bolt hits him squarely in the back, and he falls. Looks like we're going to need another senator. <laughs> a few feet from uh, the Jedi. Windu draws his purple saber, and the two of the most skilled swordsmen in the galaxy assume ready position. The guards open fire, but the masters easily deflect the bolts. Dooku, with an outstretched arm, force pushes the guards, and they fly back, hitting the bulkhead of the ship. But the Raxians have a backup contingency. Several combat droids leap from the treetops and attempt to surround the Jedi. These things were cool. So I quite uh, enjoyed them, yeah, to be honest. These, yeah, they were super cool. So they most remind me of the uh, the magistrates' droids. 
uh, from that. They uh, do. For, uh, um, uh, oh my gosh, Morgan Elizabeth's droids. Morgan Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. These really remind of all the droids I've seen. They remind me of that of the most, but they're all they're all very similarly designed. Yeah, almost like uh, you know, the you can see that maybe because at first when you see them, they're like, oh, they're like not the B two, but the in the same family as the B one droid. There was the, That's right. the assassin yeah. droid. They have Absolutely. the same, similar kind of arms uh, yeah. going on, but a exactly. much more stylized uh, heads, I guess. Fairly similar design to what we've seen from independent droids before. These are the most remind me of the Magistrate Guard in the Ahsoka episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. 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 Um, Dooku expertly dispatches two droids with a swirling one-handed flourish, while Windu, leaping and flipping high in the air, lands in the midst of a group of droids and double force pushes the attackers to the side, hurling them into a tree where they burst into a hail of blue sparks. You get to see their their them wielding different styles. It's it's for yeah. split seconds, but Dooku is like all behind the back with big flourishing float and 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 Mace is literally fighting like we've seen Yoda fight, yeah. like flipping all around, and and uh, I so really wanted cool. a, a Reva to. I I was kind of hope I'm like, oh, Mace is going to get into it. I wanted him to punch a droid. Oh, just right. to throw just back like to, the, the, uh, to the Tartakovsky. The Tartakovsky? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just punch one of them. Uh, in the midst of the fray, Dooku slices a huge tree clear through the trunk and force pushes it to topple it onto the remainder of the droids. It's quite the feat. It kicks up a large cloud of dirt, which hangs heavy in the air, obscuring everything. The guards fire blindly into the dust cloud at the partially obscured lightsabers, but even those shots are deflected easily. The two powerful Jedi masters leap forward and easily disarm the remaining two officers. Windu demands coolly, tell us what really happened. But the young officer can't control his rage, shouting, you and all Jedi are... Senate puppets, and you will see a reckoning. Wheeling to grab a blaster from behind him, he fires three times from close range at Mace Windu, who expertly deflects the first two bolts to the side, and the third squarely in the young officer's chest. He stands for a second, his body catching up with his death, and he topples yeah. forward. Samaj anguishly screams, No! And he falls to his knees. Are Mace stares father, at the fall. Is this father and son? I, I got that impression. I, I mean, I, or the brothers. same similar features, right? Like, I, I totally got that. I um, yeah. I mean, something there for sure. If they're not brothers, they're definitely father and son or, uh, you know, uh, I would I would say, you know, all military guys end up being brothers. But they, like you say, there's yeah. too much of a sort of physical resemblance. Yeah. May stares at the fallen officer and over at Dooku. Clearly, if he had followed protocol, the boy would still be alive. Dooku returns his gaze almost remorseful, but stays his course. He puts the saber to Samaj, still at his knees. Tell us your reason for killing Master Katri. He lifts his head to admit that we were part of a group that learned that the senator was corrupt, becoming rich by selling off world contracts to investors, and it would uh, industrialize and ravage the land. He was selling off the planet piece by piece, all from his comfortable resident in Coruscant. He was willing to bleed Raxus dry. Dooku is still puzzled, though. Why lure the senator here and kill the Jedi but let him live? He said they'd planned to force Lark to push their own agenda at the next Senate meeting. And Windu asks, why didn't you just go through proper channels? Katri was a keeper of the peace. But Samaj doesn't agree. Jedi are lapdogs of the Senate. Their bidding always comes first. It's evident throughout the galaxy. Jedi claim peace, but mostly keep law and order for the rich and powerful. He stares directly at Dugu, whose glare seems to soften. Katri was a Jedi, Windu states. She would have listened. Lost in thought, Dooku's brow furrows. 
Cut to a dark detention uh, block deep within the Raxus uh, Senate building. Security doors illuminate the dim with their crimson energy barriers. Dooku stands at the cell of the imprisoned Samaj, waiting for guards to pass. He tells the men, your ideology, while flawed, does have its points. Samaj is genuinely surprised to hear that from a Jedi. I'm surprised to hear that from a Jedi. Dooku, just then, Mace appears in the hallway entrance to the cell block. Dooku finishes, I don't condone your methods, but you had every right to protect your planet. Make sure your people don't lose heart and evolve, Samaj. It's the only way you will truly have victory. I say that for all of us. With that, Dooku turns and walks toward Windu and they leave together. Outside the landing platform, the two masters with a guard escort accompany Master Katri's casket to the T-6 shuttle. Windu tells Dooku the council will have questions, but Dooku believes they'll be happy to know that we've solved Master Katri's murder. But Windu questions, will they be happy with your tactics? Dooku will have no problem explaining myself. Yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you one thing, Dooku continues. Do you think the Jedi will truly keep peace if they continue to take everything the Senate says as law? But Mace is confident. Luckily, we are guided by our council and not by politics or ego. And then I, I wrote, I get the feeling that they're no longer friends. And that's why I chose this as the, the one slide of all of them that I put together. Yeah, sure, sure. This across her body. This this is the divide. This is mm, yeah. This is bigger than just two men having an ideological difference. This is the schism in the Jedi Council. This is this is the this is where the crack starts. There's that I want to go back to. We've talked about this before. Unless you're reading all the books, there's some things you just you just don't you don't get visually. And one of those is uh Dooku, regardless of the fact that yes, he's the next villain in line after Maul, he truly believed in the confederacy as the answer to the republic he thought he was doing the right thing and right. so when he has that interaction with the prisoner it speaks to that like oh he actually thinks that they really do have a point right this is the birth of that ideology or yeah. the or the, the the solidification of that ideology i, yeah. I really firmly believe that he's yep. um you know about to formally turn uh yeah because of these yeah, events yeah. There's a, a beautiful shot of the Jedi temple. Oh, there is it, too. Isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there is. And it's, uh, I, I have notes about it, but it, it, the reason I really liked it is because it's the first time we've ever seen uh, a pale cast upon the Jedi temple. We usually see it in really, really well lit. I think yeah. we see it a couple of times yeah. at night, even in revenge of the Sith. Or on fire. Well, we've seen it a little <laughs> bit on fire, but even in order 66, it's not, it's I don't know the way that it, the palette isn't the same as it is. It's, it's sort of a big deal, and it's but yeah. Well, it's going to come up next episode, so we can dial back in on it then. Because Perfect. oh, that's over, right. Over the yeah, course yeah. of this arc, I do believe that all the visuals play heavy into like Dooku's One mindset, another. yeah, and like where he's at on the scale of do I turn or do I not? Yeah. So I felt strongly that this was at dusk because there was like strong uh, sunshine and then like a red, dark cloud over everything. Right, right. Long shadows and, um, you know, Dooku's dusk, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cut tonight over a chorus at the Jedi Temple front and center as the somber red cloudy dusk cuts deep shadows across its surface. 
Deep inside the temple, many, many Jedi masters gather around Master Katri's casket, now with a blue glass port revealing her face. Uh, I'm I able to identify uh, Windu and Dooku, of course, Yoda, Plukun. Kiati Monday seems to be presiding over the ceremony. Yeah. Sasintin, uh, Terra Sanube. Um, I didn't waste much more time on that, although there's I, some there's fresh faces, familiar faces, but there's yeah. some definitely some fresh ones. Kiati Mundi in a formal robe presides over the service. Master Katri was patient with younglings and Jedi who questioned themselves relentlessly. She was of the Force. It flowed with certainty through her. And as Master Mundi speaks, Katri's body descends into an opening in the floor. And as that opening closes, a golden light erupts from the central hole in the floor as if a lightsaber blade were lifting her to be one with the Force. Dooku and Windu meet eyes across the room for a second. Afterwards, Dooku stands alone outside the temple, gazed fixed on a large black obelisk in the distance. As the rest of the Jedi pass by, Dooku asks Window for a moment. I am told you will be presented with Master Katri's council seat. His voice low and slow, like honey with gravel in it. I will, Windu replies plainly. Dooku scowls openly. Is this something you knew before we left for Raxus? But Windu was... I was as surprised as you are now. Dooku, you and I were both together when the mission was assigned. I stuck to the mission. You decided to interfere in a way that led to a senator's death. And then almost smugly, Windu says, I will speak to the council on your behalf. I do get the feeling that Dooku feels the council seat should have been his. Uh, in a, yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like There's a flash of jealousy there. Right. And, and again, like, you know, not being able to control your emotions, even the subtle ones is, is certainly, well, I don't, I don't want to jump ahead. I I don't want to jump ahead to the next one, but like that, does that not play in? Look at the symbology we're going to get Andy in your episode, the, the visual and musical cues match. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker's turn. So, I mean, is that to say that they share, that's another trait they share is this, I don't want to say it's petulance, but the, there's the jealousy. I don't right. know so much that it's jealousy, but Dooku is seeing like from the perspective of the assassin and all he looks these corrupt folks. as hell. <laughs> yes and no, but he's seeing like, yeah, these people aren't wrong. The Jedi are blindly acting on behalf of the Senate. There is corruption within the Senate and he thinks maybe, you know, get a seat on the council and start fixing a seat the on the council for him would have been a, would have been better he'd have been the better candidate to influence change throughout to bring about a balance to it rather than just a continuation of institutional change you mean yeah 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 okay yeah i stuck to the mission you decided to interfere in a way that would lead to the senator's death and then almost smugly i will speak to the council on your behalf dooku seethes internally how kind of you master jedi he closes his smoldering eyes and bows his head. Window, tu- window, window, window turns and walks away. Both are and correct, Dooku by the turns way. to gaze out at the sky again, his eyes blazing. Dooku has just lost trust in the Jedi. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's black. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the the connection from my episode to the, the first episode, uh, 100%, Justice, to this one? One hundred percent. Do we feel like there's? a decade or decades plural between these two episodes. Um, So I was trying, I, I don't have my notes, but I went, when they, when I first watched them, I was going like, 
um, why Ahsoka first and then Dooku two episodes and then Ahsoka, yeah. and then like how yeah. does this? And then I was re- then I realized that it's they're all chronological. All in chronological order. Chronological, yeah. So that's why they're broke up like that. So I I don't put decades between them. I put years between them, but not decades yeah. because Ahsoka's not decades old. Between she's her not. But we're episode. still we're pre. This episode is still pre Clone War because this I would say this is still pre Phantom Menace. Yeah, absolutely. Because my episode, right, I sure can squarely put it in at the start at the, the beginning of the Phantom Menace. Right. Yeah, of course. The first episode is Ahsoka's birth, though, right? That's right. Yeah. That is. Oh, so, that is it, true. That's right? true. And if we yeah. meet her in the fourth episode, yeah, and she's she's just a Padawan, fourteen a years old. Yeah, a teenager. Not very many years pass between no. the first episode. Just a beard. So I say that I say shortly after that. Uh, your episode Qui-Gon becomes a Jedi himself. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Probably takes Obi-Wan shortly after. In Justice, we visit a planet that's not named. And yet what's happening on that planet uh looks to mirror what the guard says is happening on Raxus. Yes. Willing agreed. to sell off the resources and to do it from Coruscant. Yeah. But, we know that the emperor was pulling strings long before. We do, yeah, for sure. So, and this would be, you know, just business as usual. Oh, now, politi- buy up some resources. Politically speaking, we've got two different players. We've got uh, Dagonet in uh, Justice, and then the senator in this episode, whose name right. is. Oh uh, my. Uh, <laughs> oh my. It starts with an L. Shot in the back. <laughs> senator long gone now. Yeah, really. It is. That's his that's his new title. So Senator. in this episode, Raxus. Laric. Laric. So Laric. So Raxus is not the Clone War hasn't started. It's still a Republic world. Right. Right. Do we think that they're the same planet? That's why I ask. Because to me, it seems like it's too close together. Like let like Dooku wouldn't like. Like if it was the same planet, would Dooku not make some? Would there not be some cue to us as the audience? Like the last time I was here, the corrupt senator. You know what well, I mean? I'll take you one further because there's in the last episode of the uh, like episode six of the whole show, the Ahsoka yeah. episode. We're jumping way forward in time. Sure, I think takes place on this planet too. We have load lifter droids that are, that are identical. Yeah, the, the, some of the building structures are identical as your episode, with the, like sort of that, that European, Swiss, European, European kind of yeah, right buildings. Interesting, eh? and it's not named either. And I, I think that Raxus might be a central point to a to, lot of what's going on. All of Tales of the Jedi. In, in it definitely plays into. I mean, why else would? I mean, it's where, as we say, like Dooku may have just solidified the the ideology on Raxus so symbolically of course it became the seat of government for the, the confederacy and and if it's the seat of his fall from grace if you will yeah did vader not return to mustafar to make oh, that he his totally world? did too right? yeah 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 right so yeah That's and an then there thought. is some i had to sort of kind of just got to glance over a few things that i found in the the star wars wikis and some of the stuff oh, online because sure. it gets yeah, muddy yeah. because there's a there's a Raxus prime and there's is a Raxus secundus. secundus yeah right yeah. And but they're both often referred to just as Raxus. Interesting. So. <laughs> Are they in the same system? Yes, yes. So okay, Prime so being something... the first planet from their sun, yeah, Secundus yeah, yeah. being the, the second. second. Maybe it's similar to like uh Morlana one and Morlana two, right? 
this and that's weird like now we get we're getting into like sort of hair splitting like does yeah. one does yeah. one planet <laughs> from an entire system secede right. or the whole system but i literally I was able know. to find on the wookie um raxus prime and raxus secundus yeah and secundus being the, the the image that i put up yep of the uh the lush world and yep. prime being the one that looks like it was ravaged by the ravaged. empire like right so perhaps they changed the name but they both kind of colloquially called practice. Like that's why I said practice, it got muddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. In that episode uh, of the Clone Wars, they just call it Raxus. They don't actually right. say right Raxus something or other. It's just right. oh, we're going and to I Raxus. Don't know that they call it anything different in the Bad Batch episode either. Well, by the time we get to the Bad Batch too, like the Empire is like running roughshod around the galaxy. Who knows what's right. actually left? Right. Right. Like, is it just another? glass ball that they've gone in and so the, the question i have is now we've just lost a senator um so we know that mina bonteri is going to step in uh, for the clone wars then she's going to get assassinated off camera her son is going to step in for a little while and then he takes off mm-hmm. who then is it abby singh i mean so, abby yeah. singh is the right right at the at the beginning of the empire right so that's the end of the clone wars right so that could you know interesting i was just curious to know where we were on the whole planetary connection between because again unnamed unnamed planet from my episode uh yeah interesting i would say if it walks like a gundark and talks (laughs) like a gundark (laughs) that's right well that's uh that's that's it for me guys i don't know if you guys have anything else to add that it was that I, mean, I really enjoyed this one. I, I I'm not gonna lie. Of the of the three Dooku episodes, I think I actually like this one the best, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Uh it's I mean it's fun to watch a character that you know is a bad guy um evolve into that. Uh you know, it's a little bit like Hannibal or whatever, um, the show. Like yeah. watching him fight with his training. Yeah. Uh and uh, it's interesting his own personal truth you know i'll say this it's interesting to see that uh um as far as apprentices go that palpatine is great at picking people who feel that they can use him to get right. what they want when really right. it's the other way around yeah. right <laughs> now we're show, gonna show you the show you the, the, the yeah, cup exactly. while i stick you with exactly. the knife right yeah exactly so yeah, no no wonder i mean you know I'd be curious to see like some in now I want the in-between because to me, there's a significant jump between this episode and the next one, because it's just given that they're, he's already affiliated with, I'm like, I want right. to know. Well, the there's moment. a, yeah, there's a I time want, jump within Andy's episode yeah. too. Oh yeah. 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 But yeah. I want the moment where Dooku becomes aware of who Darth Sidious is and how they get connected. Mm. Cause we don't get a visual. Is that covered in a comic somewhere? I'm not. Too I don't sure. think so. Actually, <laughs> I'd like to moment. see that. Yeah. I'd like to see that. That's my biggest of the whole thing. I think that's my biggest complaint is we didn't get to see just a ditch more. But that has nothing to do with this episode. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. <laughs> From one perspective, based on what we find out in the next episode, I believe at this point he sure. realizes Sidious is out there. He feels something uh, out there maybe uh, there's no maybe about it he he will go on in the next episode and kind of explain well, we know it. that we absolutely know but by the at time this maybe. point he senses something is not right 
Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he's the only one either. I mean, guys like well, I don't know. That's Yoda, story. Again, be mindful of the yeah. future, but yeah, don't yeah. lose yourself yeah. in it. No, I mean, he admits Yoda admits at the end of the Clone War, it's the hubris that caused their downfall. Their their right. their unwillingness to look at the truth, to to yeah. actually go. Yeah, yeah. And blind. I do not think the Sith could return without us knowing. You know, like <laughs> that's Windu, right? Is like, that right? Eh? Yeah. That's no, book. no, no. Funny that Sith don't care what you think. <laughs> wrong. Well, guys, I think that's it for us. It was another great episode. Uh, tune in for uh, more. There's more to follow. I think uh, we're going to be doing another Dooku episode in the, the very yep. near future. Yeah. And maybe uh, tackling uh, three or more of the, uh, well, not more, Whoa. but there's three, three Ahsoka <laughs> episodes that we're going to knock out of the park. Absolutely. Uh, and while we try to fill time until March 1st, <gasps> March 1st, 2023, Mando 2023, season Mando season three. three. Oh, there's Coming lots of there for us to cover, though. Oh, yeah, we'll be fine. so exciting. Okay, well, for Fandom right. Power and Fandom of the Jedi, I'm Hank. I'm Wes. I'm Andy. And we'll catch you on the next one, everybody. Bye for now. Woohoo! Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production. Cut to a dark. Det- Oops, <laughs> I'm getting out of myself there. This is a good story. It is. It's great. <laughs>